Well, welcome everybody to the Blow Off Valve podcast. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker. We're now in Tucker's basement because Winter it dropped to freaking 36 doom, degrees today. Let's go. Uh, and is miserably cold and windy <laughs> out. So um, we've got kind of a fun show. I think we're going to do a little bit of F1 news. There's, I wouldn't say there's a lot of, there was F1 Grand Prix, which not a lot of surprises. Max won again. But a lot of rumors are swirling right yeah, now, exactly. which is a lot of more concerning Red Bull that I think are, are worth touching on with the Mexican Grand Prix coming, coming up this in. weekend. Mm. Uh, and then I kind of thought up kind of a bar, just a bar car game. Like okay. Basically, what would you do? What car would you pick for certain scenarios? Sure. Um, so that was kind of the idea. So we'll see how that works. But kind of starting off with the Formula One kind of rumor mill. So. There were kind of rumors that Christian Horner is not happy with Helmut Marco, you know, which was not surprising. Yeah, the Mar- guy is alive. Marco is, yeah, lost his mind. yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, he, he has created How old a is this guy at this point. Uh, Marco is in his 70s, I think, okay, or he looks maybe early 80s, maybe early 80s. I mean, he was, yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he looks was a little wrong. racing and winning Le Mans back in like the late 60s, I think. So he's, he's older. Mm-hmm. Um, he said some pretty racist stuff about <laughs> Sergio Perez. Uh, and yeah, and I don't think he's going to be at the Mexican. Group. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. So the rumor was that basically Christian wants more control over Alphatari, which I guess Helmut Marcos mainly kind of mm. been didn't realize doing that. a lot of he, he's got a lot of influence there he wants more control and he also wants to kind of distance himself from honda as red bull kind of does their own engine manufacturing um and he wants to get yuki Sonoda out of alfatari and get another driver and maybe liam lawson get him a full-time seat and kind of along with this rumor is the rumor that um Sergio Perez is going to announce his retirement sometime around the Mexican Grand Prix, whether it's before or after. Um, you know, obviously, Checkfuss had a really rough run yeah. um, of form in, in kind of recent, you know, really the after the first few races of the year, things kind of took a nosedive. Yeah. So um, I'll be curious to see how it plays out. But, you know, what do you kind of make of do you think their rooms are true or is this just kind well, of. Well, I wonder, did. From what I recall, didn't Honda say that they were getting out? And yeah. And they kind of like they kind of weren't back getting in. Yeah. out. So it is interesting to me that, I mean, if if you said to me as a company that makes fizzy lifting drinks and drives fast cars, mm-hmm. okay, we'll still make your engines, I would say, well, yeah. what a relief. We yeah. don't have to get into the business of engineering yeah. engines. Now, I don't know if... You know, I had also heard some rumors that maybe Audi mm, was was trying to reneg right on, and get out yeah, uh, of which, their commitment to buy what is currently Alfa Romeo. Yeah, yeah, which could potentially maybe give like Porsche, Porsche an opportunity entry. to get in. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. Maybe if they did get in, maybe they would be an engine supplier to yeah. Red Bull. So maybe they know something yeah. in the background. So that's that's like a little bit kind of interesting that they're still. Yeah. I don't know if he's enthusiastic well, about I mean, getting into that. When Honda said they were getting out, Red Bull basically turned around and spent, I don't know how many tens or hundreds of millions of dollars putting together the the Red Bull um, powertrain sure. 
uh, so it's already some cost and yeah, yeah they i mean they have really. they hired tons of engine supposedly they hired a bunch of ex honda engineers as well so they hired a ton of people they built this whole like building facility. complex facility i didn't know that um and so Make red bull powertrains is its own thing so yeah. i don't know if corner is still sure kind sure, of pissed sure. about having yeah. to spend all that money or you know, in terms of the Yuki thing, obviously the guy's kind of, he's a funny guy, but he's definitely a loose cannon and kind of yeah. sometimes seems to piece it together, sometimes not. Yeah. Um, it's not really showing know, the race and Yes, the... exactly. It doesn't strike me as a super coachable individual, mm -hmm. but yeah. he's also a really young guy, so it's kind of asking a lot from a guy. Yeah. Who's, you know, er, early, yeah. early 20s. But yeah. then, you know, you've got guys like Piastri out there who... Level-headed very well sorted mm -hmm. deliver so i mean yeah you know the the thing is though what, what i find interesting is like piastri a guy like that would he would he have ever considered going to a team like red bull or yeah do, do most my of guess the, is no because his manager's mark weber yeah <laughs> and weber would have told him like stay away from helmet marco well that's kind of what i wonder yeah is like are they are they kind of a victim of their own success that it's basically like You've I'm, got Christian and Max. I mean, if you're a, kind of these two sociopaths yeah. running things. Well, and if you're a young driver that is looking to make make a, a mark, yourself, make a mark, yeah. Do you really and, want to be behind a generational talent? At a generational talent and at, be locked into going into a situation saying, you're not going to be able to modify this car to how you want. We, right. we go to this guy. He tells us he, how to modify. He gives us feedback. You, you just drive the car. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you basically are going to be playing second fiddle. Mm -hmm. And I think like, it's also, it doesn't strike me at all as like a supportive environment no. where it's like you make an error and they're like, don't worry about it. We're going to help you get better. Yeah. You know, like it's uh, well, yeah, you screwed up cause you're not very good. And then they're shit talking in public. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's maybe not shocking that they've utterly struggled no. now. Now I had heard in some of those rumors, I thought I read somewhere where some of that scuffling was trying to get danny rick yeah i mean there, which supposedly they does to get danny it doesn't make any sense to me well i think the, the only way it makes sense to me is he the, he, he left them why why would, yeah first of all why would he want to go back and why would christian especially after danny's kind of performance at mclaren mm -hmm. look at that and say like yeah this is a good idea to bring him back yeah i think the only explanation i can come up with is that danny at his at the point he is in his career, he knows he is not going to be a Formula One champion. He's not going to pull off some Nico Rosberg moment. Mm. And all he wants is a chance to win the occasional Grand Prix again. And Red Bull is the only one that was going to be willing to bring him in and put him in a competitive car. He could have gone to freaking Williams if he wanted, I'm sure. But like, yeah. he wants to be in a car that... He can get back on the podium occasionally. Yeah. Know? And that's, that's maybe a good thought. And maybe he's actually willing to to kind of play that second fiddle. That Valtteri Botas. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like just, you know. It's gonna be a good paycheck. He'll occasionally, you know, there'll be times where Max has to take an engine yeah, penalty. Yeah. A tire blow or something happens and he'll he'll be in a position to then yeah. win that race. Yeah. And like I think he realizes Renault, after what happened with right. Renault and McLaren, like that's sense. the best he can yeah. really hope for. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that does make sense. But um, 
it does it does not it doesn't shock me though that like it it just feels like in this day and age everyone's response to any problem is like well, well i need to assert more control yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, you guys need more of me yeah. well i mean it's what happens when you have like a narcissist like, I know. Top of the organization <laughs> like i mean you've got that's that's the interesting thing to me with annual is like he's going to be essentially he's in the shark tank like he's working with Oh, he's just surrounded by narcissists at that, you know, if he goes through like a miserable outfit to work for. Yeah, uh, I, I would not be interested. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, we got the it'll be interesting to see. I was on um, Reddit the other night and I, I guess, well, because of Helmut and mm-hmm. but some of these other they were just talking about on the posts like um, in Mexico, really needing like bodyguards and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Because people were just mobbing them, like oh really and stuff, yeah. And so, uh, anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it is a huge race for Checo. I think it would be nice if he had if he shows good pace. You know, Max has already got the title wrapped up. Yeah. There's literally no reason that he has to win this race, but he will. I mean, you know, like that's the thing. He's that, not like, a team. Player. He's not a team he's player. Not, if yeah. he was, I think he he dials it back to about ninety five percent and lets Checo win the race. If he was a good teammate, but I don't think that's how he's built. No, I mean, I there was I don't even remember what the scenario was, but it was it was basically like they they literally asked Max like let Checo oh yeah pass or yeah. something, and and he's like basically like the guy didn't earn it. Right. Like, yeah. Well, and then you go back is, to like when he wouldn't let he wouldn't let Checo pass. Um, yeah. So. Because he was holding it against him that Checo he thought Checo intentionally crashed in qualifying in Monaco that year and screwed Max out of like pole and it's just like <laughs> it, it just I mean it is like <laughs> it's like uber competitive children. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, but. But it's it's like what you said with the Yuki thing. Like you have to keep in mind, like these guys are a lot of these guys are in their are really early twenties. Yeah. I wasn't you know? as level as um, either. <laughs> you know, plus they had to be so so competitive and cutthroat to get yeah, to that level. To this, yeah, you know they're competing against guys. There are probably plenty of guys in the lower rungs of you know single seat racing that are more talented, but they you know couldn't work the connections they couldn't get yeah. the sponsorship money it's yeah the connections or you know they didn't have a dad that was a villain. that was a former racer or a dad who <laughs> or was a, a volunteer yeah. yeah so you know you 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 look at folks like you know lewis hamilton and and yeah you really see like makes that's the why they have to be yeah. competitive yeah. you know like they they weren't given these other things yeah, exactly yeah they actually had to just be really good yeah well you want to try the game all right, man. Let's try. So I've got six okay. questions. Oh, wait. I did want to mention. Do you... So a uh, little bit more car news. So supposedly cyber truck deliveries are starting. I saw that. I do saw you that. think that are actually going to get delivered? Well, <laughs> I remember reading on Reddit something like the, the guy got... And it was basically like, we need to check for $98,000. Oh, really? And, and it was like... What? This is supposed to be for There's no leasing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, this massive ice hike. Yeah. This first one. And so, yeah, they were kind of, you know, rumbles that, you know, maybe the idea here is to to make them so expensive 
mm-hmm. that that they basically like, well, no one's buying them, so we just we just can't make them anymore. Yeah, yeah. just like they're write the whole thing off. I just the thing is like, for, if they're gonna be, if the the if the cost of them has inflated to like <laughs> high five digits or low six digits, why don't you just buy a Rivian? I know. I mean, I mean, I would. I talk about such much a better, better sorted car. Better sorted. I mean, you know that that Cybertruck is like so wide. I don't know where how you park it. And no, I mean, I mean it's it's weird. And I I have an appreciation for weird quirky cars. Yeah, so that's cool. But I don't know, hundred thousand for it. Um, you know, I mean, there's weird, and then there's like. Looks like it's, it was built in a shed. It kind of looks like it was built in a shed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know. So I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. And Musk alluded to something like, you know, it would it would take a while before we could hit, you know, whatever he was saying, some some hundred thousand per whatever amount of time. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? So I I don't know. There were the the rumor or the the thinking was if they make it high enough. Then they can blame the consumer for not for buying, not buying them. yeah. And they can just kind of wipe their hands. The whole yeah, thing. yeah. Let's not even like get into the uh, Tesla Roadster. <laughs> so all the people that put down two hundred grand well, deposits. They, and... I read. I don't know if it was Road and Track or where, but I read somewhere that the hundred dollar yeah um, reservation had tallied up to some. Oh, two number of like, which is a yeah, just a, ma- like a, a massive interest trillion free dollar yep. free loan or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so they had to keep the dream alive. You know, they don't want to yeah. have to give all that money back. It's a lot of money. Yeah, and I think Elon has realized like we've got a, you know, the the Tesla Cybertruck has become like a meme. It's always yeah. coming out next year. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think he was like, we got to actually like do something, even if you know, um, car is garbage. One other <laughs> thing I saw this week that I thought was kind of interesting is, um, well, I think it was maybe the Washington Post I read this on, but then also Jalopnik had kind of a similar title. So I'm not sure who copied who, mm-hmm. but they were basically like Toyota came out and, and was kind of having a, we told you so moment. Oh, about uh, hybrids and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which because well, so Ford <laughs> and GM have both uh, scaled back their EV production, and I think GM announced that they were actually putting development or production plans for like the all electric Silverado and some of their other electric SUVs and trucks on hold because it's too expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, basically, and. And that's, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't intend to be a part of the, this kind of leading edge of, but it's just the experience we had with an EV with mm-hmm. a, with a low mileage EV living up here where there's no chargers and it's cold yeah. and shit in the winter was like, that ain't going to work for most you know, people. Long, long distance traveling. So yeah. if we, we switched over to a hybrid works great. Love it. Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, we put five tanks of gas in it all year. So we significantly cut down our, yep. CO2 emissions, if, if that's your goal. And your fuel bills. Oh, yeah. Completely, right? Because we can still charge it off time of use and get a really good discounted electrical yeah. rate overnight. I mean, I think based, makes on, a lot of sense. based on what the infrastructure is like in the majority of the country, I think the hybrid makes the most sense. Plus, Not- yeah. Plus, then we've got a gas engine for towing. Well, you know, you and, know. and the funny thing is, you know, people kind of point to California as being like, oh, that's the mecca of EVs. 
they've got all these charging stations, whatever. But I was just listening to um, Matt Fair on the smoking tire. He and his wife leased a Mustang Mach-E. And I do remember and reading. Lease, and their lease is coming up. And he said, we're turning it in and I'm going to get a Volvo, uh, I think, XC60 recharge. Is that the hybrid? The hybrid. And he said, because the reality is when I have had to use public charging and when my wife has had to use public charging, it is a effing nightmare. It is, man. I, I've been watching. Just, 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 just sums it up. But, well, two interesting things I read. One, um, it sounds like BP... Oh, is, is partnering a bunch of Tesla's like ten thousand, which are pretty bulletproof or something. Yeah, because that's that's what I was just going to allude to. There's a station that just opened up an e- Electrify America station, which those effing guys. Well, that's the thing is we need to get a we need to get an actual company like a BP or a yeah. quick trip where we you know yeah. someone that puts in chargers that actually gives a shit yeah. about them. Yeah. Because well, that's the thing. They just opened this EA station, and like I, I just I've been watching the comments on the mm-hmm. whatever a better route. No, it's a plug charge. Anyway, it's a app where you can find and get post reviews. Yeah, and it was just like the first week was just like a meltdown. Yeah, of like their brand new chargers. Number two is not working. Yeah, number four is not working. Yeah, and then someone was like. They're all like 350 kilowatt chargers, mm-hmm. but then someone was basically like bowling down the 70. Oh, well, yeah, because like they, they said, like the, the way they built this and engineered it was like it's 350 kilowatts shared if among no one else six. is there. Yeah. Right. So then it's like people are getting 50. Yeah. And it's like, which, which creates an interesting social scenario because you're like, as soon as you see someone else pull in, you're like, hey, yeah. Especially yeah. if it's a Hummer. Oh, yeah. And it's got some like, well, we couldn't figure out how to make it long range. So we just made a 200 kilowatt yeah. hour battery. <laughs> yeah. Or you're, you're like, like, yeah, this asshole is going to be here for six hours yeah. charging at 50 right. kilowatts. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that like a company that was created essentially as punishment for yeah. Dieselgate yeah. is is going to somehow be this great leader in infrastructure is is asinine. Yeah, i think you're a terrible customer service i think what bp is doing is probably uh, just the reality of doing it the right way like totally you know, yeah i mean a tesla in a sense is you know they produce cars but they're kind of almost like in a in a weird way the the bp or you know the shell mm-hmm. or uh, standard and poor though they're like yeah. the energy company right for electric vehicles and yeah. so like Maybe you don't want to buy one of our cars, but you're going to use one of our chargers. Yeah. I think the trick, the the thing that we don't know yet with Tesla, um, because they're just now starting to open them up. And they did, actually. They opened one up that I could use with Tycon up in, like, Monticello. So that's the, so we're going to have to see how that works, because Tesla's, the superchargers are known for being really, really good, really reliable, but they've only had to work with Tesla's. And, and those are and you're, integrated in a way that they don't yeah. have to use a card swipe. Yeah, you know, there and the difference is they the hardware they've got on board in those cars comes from either they make it in house, right. or it's a the same contractor right. for every freaking vehicle. So whereas now you've got a bolt pulling in, you got some Chinese car, yeah, you got a VW, a Kia. They're yeah. all on different hardware, probably different software. Right. And, and and for anyone that's ever modified a car. <laughs> 
when you try and use different brands or products and trying to get them to talk, something yeah. that does not talk. And honestly, I think that's a really good insight. And someone has mentioned this to me, but I think the combination for EA has been the, the really the three things. One, people that run it really don't give a shit about whether it succeeds or not. They get, no. they get a paycheck regardless because right. it's just the way the company's set up. Yeah. Two, they they have had shitty hardware. Yeah. Like they they pulled out all of this hardware out on the Well, I'd imagine you want to make it as cheap as possible. Yeah. Like, and they had the I think they started out with four vendors and now they're gone to basically one. Mm-hmm. Um obviously they they still have some hardware issues. The newer ones perform better than the like that one we were in Tomo. That was like oh, yeah. one of the originals. They still haven't replaced that, but I don't think yeah. they contract with that company anymore. Yeah. And then was Third, that one at the casino? Was that like a nerd that, one? That's, that, that is, and that's a somewhat that was reputable a, ABR or something. Yeah, that was a really impressive charger. Or, yeah. And then the third thing is they have to deal with every manufacturer. Right. So that Anyone combination that of three things is enough variables to be like, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it didn't work. This didn't yeah. work. This, so that's what I say. Like, this. there's now it, they may be phenomenal with a GM or a Ford product like they are with their own Tesla products, but we just don't know yet. That's well, that's a good point. Yeah. I think right. those are kind of the main interesting things I had found in the news this week that sweet. Yeah. My fan. No, I, I didn't, I did think about talking I, about the, I guess fundamentally where I think that the, the EV revolution is at this point, if, if maybe that's not even the right word, but I think the fundamental truth is that there's probably maybe the future is truly going to be a variety of propulsion, which is what Toyota has said. Yeah. And I mean, they're, that's why and the, they, the truth is leave it up maybe to the consumer to yeah. decide because I, Honestly, the the car the the car that we've got the X5, it's like, I mean, it really cuts down on your gas costs. It really mm-hmm. cuts down on your emissions. If that's yeah. your goal, you we are in battery mode pretty much always. And then when we mm-hmm. have to do a mega road trip, it just simplifies. It just works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I but I, but I also have an EV. Yeah. And I utterly adore it right. for my daily driver. Okay. So like. You know, you could probably be two EV household, depends on your use case. Do you yeah. go out to Wyoming and do hiking? It's probably not a good idea. Right. You know, I think do when you it comes stuff and do massive towing, probably not a good idea. Yeah. But then maybe the next step for that household is, well, we're going to have one EV, mm-hmm. which is our city commuter car. It's great. Mm-hmm. Kids. And then this other one's a hybrid. Yeah. And then maybe you're like, you know what? I'm a cattle rancher. Mm-hmm. I live out in the middle of nowhere. There's no chargers out here. Yeah. Drive a big diesel truck. sucking truck like yeah. who, who do what cares? you gotta do you yeah. know yeah i i think the next you know down the line when you replace emily's volvo i think we'll probably get a hybrid because yeah. it just make the most sense to me yeah, right yeah, now especially for, for up here all right so the car bargain all right um, so i did not give talker these questions in advance <laughs> so if there's some if there's some pauses from thinking, pauses. <laughs> forgive <laughs> us. But I thought it would be more fun to kind of get a gut reaction and <laughs> okay. a gut response. So, all right. So, first question. And I'll answer them too. I actually okay. haven't thought about them that much since I wrote them. So, okay. <laughs> you, win, you win the Powerball. So, unlimited, call it unlimited funds, essentially. What's the one car that's in your driveway the next day? The one purchase you're like, this is the, I've got to get this above all else. Oh, 
And you if know. you want to think about it, I can I can <laughs> I can give my response because mine was I did think about this one. As much as I kind of hate to say this, um, I would do it because it's something that I wouldn't I wouldn't probably in, in any other circumstance would not even consider doing. Uh-huh. But I've seen enough of them and I've watched enough of them drive. I've watched enough videos about them. And they're <laughs> just kind of maniacal vehicles that I would be curious own one i probably would get a bugatti oh no it's, uh, <laughs> i probably would okay get a bugatti. yeah okay like, yeah, i mean why the hell yeah, yeah 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 it's just silly money like yeah i mean that's probably what i would get just because i just would get a kick out of driving how insane it is <laughs> yeah that's fair i mean that the, i would do you know and, and i whatever i don't have a problem with those cars i just there's stupid silly but yeah you know they they are a great head turner they are and i super cool i think it I mean, would be sweet to, of, yeah that that's what they're, combustion like, right? they're just sure. on steroids on yeah. pcp yeah it's just out of control yeah yeah <laughs> and so i mean that's maybe what it, i mean the, the there's much more tasteful cars that i could yeah. do but i'm like i, I mean, won i won the billion dollar value yeah, yeah, oh, i'm yeah. getting a i'm getting a vera Get the shiro. <laughs> I mean, there is something about a car because we've seen them at so many car oh, yeah. shows. Went, yeah, I mean, we They're were down in when we were in Chicago. Yeah, the cars and coffee. That what was it? The oh, Jerome. The, yeah, pure, pure sport. Pure sport. Yeah, just the recent one. Yeah, the, I mean, this the, the uh, kind of custom, the black and gold. Oh yeah, the black and gold. The oh gosh, what is kind of wasn't it like a one of or something? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it is it's so it's it's their like 300 it's their world record like ignition yes, car yes, yes, yes. with a completely custom paint job and interior it's like why not through the ages yeah why not it's really um, cool yeah no i plus i kind of and i i kind of enjoy it's like i i know it's owned by volkswagen but it is kind of an interesting company and has the a, history of bugatti yeah. is really fascinating yeah, that uh, that's especially kind of during the war like when they were like having to hide there were there were people that would take bugatti's race cars like the type 35s and stuff like that and they would basically disassemble them and then like hide the parts so that the nazis wouldn't get them and so like there were people that were finding parts of these bugattis and barns and stuff you know years after the war. so that makes a lot because of sense because people now. would do this and then maybe they would they die would in die. the war yeah so no one knows where the hell the parts yeah yeah, it's it really fascinating. So, yeah, it's got it's a company with an interesting history. Because I was thinking well, about and it. And Revival is fascinating. You've got Ferdinand Pieck, mm-hmm. head of Volkswagen at the time, acquires Bugatti, and is this brilliant engineer. He's the grandson of, of uh, you know, Ferdinand yeah. Porsche. Yeah. Brilliant engineer, total megalomania. And he basically says, like, I want to build the greatest car Yes. Like the pinnacle. Exactly. Of I mean, that's what that's I remember. What it is. And that's, I mean, I distinctly remember watching the, who was it? The three guys. Um, oh, on top here? Yeah. And and my jaw is just on the floor well, watching those videos. Like when they're going around on the, with the track at high speed. That one. And there's just like this epic music playing. Yeah. It's just like, that as one, a young man, I mean, it was very formative. Well, there was one, there was a, one of my favorite Top Gear episodes ever was, uh, Jeremy was in a Veyron and he was racing <laughs> Richard and James were on a train and they're racing, I oh, think, 
through friends. Yeah, I think like I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They take the channel. Yeah, exactly. It was so good. Um, so that's, that's yeah, that's yeah. That's fun. And I also kind of I thought to myself like you can join dictators and weapon smugglers. Yeah, and, and renewable energy. energy and, yeah, parents. Yeah. yeah, but but that I did. That's kind of what did get me thinking about it. It was like you know it's it's an interesting choice for this person who has either unlimited cash or has sunk it all into cars right you know to have chosen that brand yeah. and kind of partnered with them especially yeah. must have partnered with them if he's doing a one-off oh, one-off through the ages presented, yeah one of the last yeah, yeah. Made. so i thought you know i'm sure that he's been a obviously the guy's thoughtful with his cars with yeah. the collection he's got so mm -hmm. I, you know it's kind of an interesting yeah. proposition yeah no it's super cool what about you um, so my choice, this was a tough one because I love the singer DLS. Like, oh, that's also a really good, but in choice as well, but it would not be a singer DLS. <laughs> okay. So, that's kind of surprising. It would be, I'll give, I'll give you a hint. They only ever came in red from the factory. I mean, I would assume it's a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, okay, okay. An F40. Oh, okay. All right. So that's yeah. a good show. So fun trivia is is that I didn't never made. They never. They were all red in the factory. So there's yellow ones. There's blue ones. There's black ones. Those are all repaints. <laughs> Very but, cool. Uh, it my, would be red. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Oh so, yeah. Tell me your. Yeah. So the, the reasoning is, it is just. For me, that is the quintessential car. Like it's a gorgeous car. Yeah. I mean, the from the wing with the F forty uh, kind of embossed. Yeah. On the side, that those five spoke wheels, manual twin turbo V eight, <laughs> Lexan rear window, everything about them. Like that was it's perfect. That it was my like. Car. If yeah. I get the level of success where I could afford that car, yeah. I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. I mean that. So, the, so it's an easy, it wouldn't a lot of that's what yeah. I bought. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, when, when the Powerball was recently getting up there to 1.3, 1.4 billion. Yeah. And I was Emily playing, I, man. Yeah. I was playing. Emily and I were joking, you know, about like what we do with the money. And I was like, I, I was like, I told her, I was like, I get, I get like a couple car purchases. Yeah. One would be a Singer DLS, one yeah. would be a 40. And I like the Singer DLS too. Obviously, that yeah. would make sense too. But you know? but the thing I like about the F40 is like <laughs> I, the Singer is like a, it's kind of like the the Pagani of Porsches. Like it's so intricate yeah. in like a jewel case or something. Yeah. And I would feel a little bit bad driving. Whereas the F40, yeah, you know the interior, it, it's like the del the dashboard's felt. Yeah. Thing, I mean, it, it it actually is kind of a chintzy interior. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I really wouldn't feel bad bringing it. Um, I like that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it's it's the kind of car that, like, if you you know, Senna's really into cars. Yeah, your yeah. daughter, it would be a ride. I think <laughs> when she gets to a certain age where she's drawing cars and stuff, she's still nuts about it, and she's seen them. Children. I feel like that's the car kids yeah, want. They would draw. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like it's kind a, of quintessential. It's like one of Ford's car. Well, like uh, I mean, Ferrari's famous quote, like you know, have a kid draw a sports car, he'll draw it red. And it, and no, it's pretty. Much, it's pretty <laughs> I think she I would draw blue, but I'm definitely you know 
Well, I've laid yeah. back on. <laughs> well, and I saw when I was when I was like in later in high school, I was driving by the time I went down to Ferrari of Dallas, and it's where I first saw the 430 Scuderia, which was amazing. But I saw they were servicing an F40. The mechanic took it out to like just shake it down, basically, and I heard it. And just seeing it moving and then hearing it, it was like Jeez. that has forever yeah, yeah, yeah. been on my mind. It's a formative moment. I was really hoping that one day I could maybe kind of like trade in everything I own and yeah, get one, but the, those those prices have gone. You know, that was another thing in the pandemic. Those were those were five six hundred thousand dollar cars three or four years ago, and now they're three months. I mean, they, it's insane. They, you know what will like, be interesting over time, just thinking about this, is it, maybe there's a time, you know, because that's, I think, been part of the problem with, like, you know, both our interests in the 911s, the heritage cars. You're you're competing against the baby boom generation. Yeah. Because they also like these cars, too. Right. And we're just, like, old young men, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, for right. us. Now, you know, if you and I liked big ass Chevys from the fifties with wings on them, yeah, you know, in ten years when all those people are gone and they are all and, sold. and none of the kids yeah anybody has any interest in them, mm-hmm. they might be yeah a lot less. So yeah. I mean that's what's it happened could, with the brass age yeah, now. It so. could be something if you held you know, hold yeah. on to that hold dream, on. you might have to be hold out hope quite a bit older. <laughs> we live in hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so less kind of a uh, probably sexy answer, I expect. But so the zombie apocalypse has finally happened. You and your family have to get the safe zone because, of course, there's always a safe zone in the zombie apocalypse movies. What car are you trusting to actually get you there? Are there any other post-apocalyptic questions in this list? Mm, there are not. Okay, so, you know, if it was the, <clears throat> if it was the zombie apocalypse gonna assume i maybe need to drive over some of the zombies mm-hmm. yeah so well, I, oh there's for sure me <laughs> i probably would take the x5 okay i mean i think you've got ground you've got you've got clearance yeah um you know you could you could get off road if you need um it's kind of a dual fuel car mm-hmm. so if some odd scenarios presented themselves where it's like well, for whatever reason you know these gas stations are out because people panic bought but yeah electricity still running in these yeah. cities or you can find a generator yeah maybe know. maybe that's the play that's um, smart like that the i have thought like in a post-apocalyptic scenario where there's like uh you know massive emp pulses i'm gonna mm-hmm. assume my 2002 is the only car i own that'll fire up yeah 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 um you know, the Taycan, I would worry, would be like, and I'm just choosing one of the cars that I've got. I guess yeah. I could. You can choose whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, But the X5 is a great answer. I mean, I think like if you have, I, I guess that was kind of my thought process initially is like if if it's happening and I've got to get into a car that, that is just here, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the smart car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think to take, you could put the roof box on top because yeah. I've got the rack or stuff. You can... Put shit yeah. up there. You could put it. Honestly, up you there. do have a pretty good zombie apocalypse <laughs> car. <laughs> it could actually work if you kind of like the Volvo. Yeah. Now, I mean, I guess if I expanded that, I mean, 
I basically you I think you'd want like kind of a monster truck. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be able to you want something that's jacked up. Yeah. You know, if it if you could have armor plating, you know, you know, or or really focused off road car. Yeah. You know, where if you because we know in the zombie apocalypse the real threat are the remaining humans. That's how it always Amen. plays out. It's got to be bulletproof yeah. glass. We've seen the road. <laughs> <Not good. laughs> yeah, we've seen the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Not good. we're well versed in how this goes. Yes, you're gonna want something like a snorkel. Yeah, in case you got to get through water. So yeah, I I don't know. That's not my niche area of cars. Yeah, but that would kind of be my thought process. Yeah, and and so so your thought process <laughs> might are the same, but okay. I picked out a very specific, specific car okay. for that. Okay, okay. It would be an overlanded early 2000s Toyota Land Cruiser. Oh, yeah, that's a great photo. Those things are <laughs> absolutely great. I know. I mean, I absolutely great. You could put a cattle pusher on the. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get, you lift it up, you get a snorkel on it. You Because I, I don't think you got to get the, the snorkel. You get yeah. the big, beefy tires, <laughs> yeah. like a three-inch lift it on it, you know, like a wench. You know, put, put an underbody playing on those things were so overbuilt that they just you as know, long as you don't like puncture you know yeah. you lose oil pressure or something yeah. like they're gonna run forever i mean i have the the other thing i might actually think about in my list is i've seen some of them and they just look like they're ready to go yeah. like they're they're what do they call those bags the oh um, the bug out bag <laughs> these are like the bug, the bug out, out cars uh-huh. strikers Oh, okay. There's a guy down the road that's got like a jacked up. Oh, wait, the Sprinter van? Sprinter, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Sprinter. Like a Mercedes Sprinter yeah. van. That's a good one. I mean, he's got it jacked up. Mm-hmm. He's got like a wall of lights yeah, on the yeah, top yeah. of it. I, they, I, I, I don't know what he does with it, but yeah. it, the thing looks like it's ready they to go. They got super popular in the pandemic. The only thing that bothers me about the Sprinter is if you do have to go off road, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fairly um, narrow, yeah, exactly. So, so and it's got a high center of gravity. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. But um, they are, they are rad, and they're super comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I want to be comfortable. Yeah, my, you're gonna put my sleep in it. Oh, yeah, it would be. <laughs> you would be able to sleep in the Sprinter more comfortably than <laughs> the Land Cruiser. You know, it has fun. The Land Cruiser too. just fits the bill. That's. I mean, it's kind of like an obvious choice now that I think yeah. about it. But yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to get something. Like, I thought about like the, um, like a Toyota Hilux because they're famously yeah. like indestructible. But, <laughs> but I don't, yeah, it, I want the room yeah. in and I want it to be enclosed. So I guess you could get one with like a camper top. But I think that makes the most sense. Toyota. Yeah. It's, it's going to, it's going to take you where yeah. you need to go. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, this, like this one will get back question. into cars that are your niche, I think. Okay. So you've got one last drive before they revoke your driver's license forever. You're you're old, you're demented, they're gonna yeah. take away your driver's license. What and it can be any car, not you don't have to own it currently. You have one car to go on one last blast, one last big run. What are you taking? It could be the Bugatti again if you mm. <laughs> I kind of like you know, part of the challenge with questions like this is that um I'm very rooted in like my decision making and mm-hmm. in kind of my personal experiences, yeah, having not maybe been in some other cars. So what basically what I'm debating, and and I'll just give you categories, mm-hmm. I think future car, futurish car, mm-hmm. 
like the Taycan, no. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not going to be in that car. Yeah. The real debate would come down for me to either a classic car mm-hmm. or a modern day sports car. Mm-hmm. I think I might do a classic car. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had to take out of my fleet, I'd take the 2002 out. Yeah. Probably for a last drive. Okay. Because I think that there's something about like when I got that car the first time and, you know, at that point, my grandparents had probably been long gone for, I don't know, at least 10 to 15, maybe 20 years. Mm -hmm. But I, I opened that car and sat in it, or I think it was like when I opened the, the trunk and I just got this waft yeah. of leather and gasoline, mm-hmm. and it just teleported me back to like riding around some moment yeah. with my grandparents. Yeah. It was there was basically that memory was lost until, until the sensory experience occurred. Yeah, right, and so I think that like if I was you know saying like I got to hang it up, I would. I would want to try to generate some kind of sensory, um, you know, sound, smell, mm-hmm. motion experience that really encapsulated like a timeless moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was meaningful. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I think that's probably sense. like our attraction. So it doesn't have to be my 2002, maybe it'd be an old 911 or yeah. something, but it would probably be something that took some theater to get going yeah was a process and really kind of made me feel like because i mean if if i gave you the keys to that 2002 mm-hmm. i give you 50 50 odds whether you started <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i give the keys to my wife no yeah is that yeah. Car you gotta talk it into you didn't go in <laughs> so i think that's like we built a meaningful relationship yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know so yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i think you know you're you and i are on the same sure trash <laughs> i i i look at it as okay i'm not going on a racetrack or something and i don't want my last drive to get cut off by the police pulling me over fair enough so <laughs> i wanted a car that i could enjoy that was enjoyable at 30 miles an hour 50 miles an hour yeah miles an hour yeah but there was character to it yeah without wringing its neck yeah. you know like my 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 rs there's it's not that there isn't character to it but like if you're tootling along at 25 yeah you know it's you're not getting super excited by it yeah yeah so you're you're not in the the window of like the engineered experience right where it has right where it shines yeah Yeah. which is why i did go with an old 911 Right. And specifically a 73 RS. There we go, man. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I love that. Yeah. It's light. It's powerful for what it is. Yeah. It is going to be full of character. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's carbureted. It's, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to give you, like you said, the theater that you want. And it's everything we love about cars. I know. That's it's, what I was just it's thinking. Light. Yeah. It's no, no power steering, but it's light enough. You don't really need it. Mm-hmm. The, you know, I'm extrapolating from having driven an old 911. Yeah, obviously yeah, there yeah, was yeah, an RS. Yes, yeah. But everything is so mechanical and so tactile. The sensory, like yeah. you said, you smell the fuel, yeah. you smell all these things. And and kind of like you were just alluding to a moment ago, I think what attracts me to that is you can operate very easily within 
95% the parameters of the experience or 5%. And, and by yeah. that, I mean, like, you can ring that thing out and, yeah. and have a good time. Right. And you're you're still probably within well, a reasonable within, speed. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I mean, you're, you know, you're going zero to 60 in six seconds or something like that. Like, it's not fast by yeah. any standard, the, but the, it's, it's exciting <clears throat> in its own way. The other thing that I love about it is that it's got a story. It's very cool if you know the story. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, I know my car originated in Europe. Mm -hmm. I... <laughs> If I could find out what the hell more the actual it. story is yeah. behind the car, I would love yeah. it even more. But right. so if you own the car and and you know, like, and some of those very, like, <clears throat> they didn't make a ton of RSs, so a lot of them do have a well done. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can say like, well, this person owned it before me, and then this person owned it for a short time, and this is what they did with it, and this is yeah. where they lived. Right. And it just like it's the same physical point. Right. But it has. It like transcends time. It's like yeah. you're at that same point as all these other people were, right. just at different times. Right. And you're literally driving the same and having the same experience did. in a way. That's yeah. effing cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why, like, when when you asked me that, and I thought, like, you know, would I take a car like the Taycan out? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I. It's just a very. Yeah. If this is it, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Here, I'm do you do you, do you want to have this? bottle of wine that no one's ever had we have no idea how it tastes it maybe it's good maybe yeah. it's not good or do you want this classic bottle of wine yeah that, that you've had before tested. yes in time yeah. proven itself yeah you're gonna take that bottle yeah oh, for sure. yeah <laughs> that's I, a great question i i really like that i question. thought that was a fun one yeah um that's a good question this one this one i think will be kind of interesting for all right so because you do have these attachments to your cars, so you can magically conjure any car from your past. We'll say one that you owned or your parents or grandparents owned into your current garage, and it's in pristine showroom condition. It's like new, like you just rolled out rolled out of the showroom. Which one do you want back? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've had a number of cars. Your family's had a number of cars. I might. My, my answer is easy. I'll let you think about it. my answer yeah. is my ST thousand. That is that is my that is my love that I, I was forced to part yeah. with for sure. But, you know, it's funny you say that because that is kind of what first went through my mind was mm -hmm. the S thought. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great part. I mean I mean, part of part of me just I think I think that's probably what I would choose because yeah. that's what actually went through my mind. Yeah, that was my gut reaction. And then I just yeah. was like, I'm going to take another minute to think about this now. Yeah. What what what's the backstory for that for me? Yeah. OK, so the S5. So when I first got done with, you the, know, my this training, was, this was when I knew, by the way, how much of a car like how much. Exactly. How much of a psycho you <laughs> and how many bad decisions you would make about it. Oh, I know. So I know. please go. That's just just so, so I finished med school. We're roommates. I get my first stuff. job and I get my A4. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys and gals who are enthusiastic about cars kind of recognize that you you have like a stepwise progression, at least right. at least in terms of Most people historical. Do. You start historical out, you make sense. You're in your first job, you're making a certain amount of money, you get yeah. what you can afford. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you stretch a little. But yeah. then as you're going along, you're making a little bit more money and yeah. you start yeah. kind of yeah. yeah, you progress. You know, you kind of re-up. So when I got the A4, 
you know, I I was I love that car. It was awesome. It was like my first really nice car. I got to yeah. buy it new. I'm yeah. very proud of that car. They had just had they had just incorporated like they're everywhere now. But it was actually a novelty with those LED headlights. Yeah, the like running the lights. Because that was like an R8 thing right. kind of before. So that was really cool. Like Audi was really on the top of their game with their lighting. And then at the same time, though, they that there had been like at least one RS5 out at the dealership. Yeah. You know, and it just really was like, okay, that's, that's the next. Yeah. I, I need to take the next step yeah. because someday I want to get there. Yeah. So I'm going to work my ass off. Do all this extra moonlight. Yeah. We're, 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 we're roommates. And you were working damn near every it seemed like you know, every weekend. The, and the only day. the only other guys and gals in our doing that were doing it for children. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like spouse <laughs> wasn't working. They were the sibling, so that, they had four kids. And you're like crazy. I was I've got to buy this art. <laughs> And, and I just, then I'm just I'm gonna moonlight more and we'll get some cool wheels for oh, it. Oh man, it was yeah, what it was doing? and then he bought so, some golf clubs. Yeah, so then there was so like fun. finally there was a point where I was like, all right, all right, all right. I think someone's talking about this board test. I gotta take I gotta it study it. I actually yeah. need to study for this. So yeah. I shouldn't be having this. Oh, man. So I'd had to go. Had but to it go. was such a cool car. <laughs> it had to go. But so I think that's kind of the thing because I knew at the time. Like I don't, I don't have the bandwidth for all this moonlighting and yeah. studying. So yeah. this car's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like the things you're forced to give up, or yeah, you know, in your heart, it's like this, this was go this was a now. bad decision anyway. This is not, I'll come back to this. <laughs> Let's put this on hold. Yeah, yeah. You you do kind of look back because I joke with that with my wife sometimes. I'm like, you know, if I had just manned up and kept that car. I would have never gone down some of these circuitous paths, you yeah. know, on the hunt. Like, yeah. Cause then I wanted to get an S4 once yeah. all the board stuff was out. And I was like, yeah. oh, screw it, I'll just buy this 330. And then I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm kind of over this 330. I should get an RS3. <laughs> and I yeah. just like, yeah. my, if I just bought the S5, maybe I just kept that. You'd have been fine with it. Yeah. You know, it'd have been like how my BMW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still out there. Yeah, yeah. It's still, still out running. there. Yeah. Anyway. I spent so much money on that supercar. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was in the shop so uh, like yeah it was like a i had a little bit of a i a, did you did text me the yeah the final bill oh it was it wouldn't have been so bad it's like i said did. to you man you know you you got a monthly car payment whether you got one yeah, or not oh, <laughs> it just so comes cool. as a lump sum yeah my my s2000 i mean it's it just is you know it's funny i don't really like convertibles all that much but that transmission I think so. Yeah. The best transmission. Yeah. Manual shifting experience I've ever had. And it's not close. And I've driven a good amount of cool manual sports cars at this point. Not even close. Um, the other day I was out getting some stuff for the dogs and there was a guy in a white S2000, mm-hmm. young, young guy. Mm-hmm. And he was losing his mind when he saw the Taycan. Oh, it was. Yeah put the window down and gave him the thumbs yeah, up and was yeah. pointing pointing at it. Yeah. I was like, there's just something about that car yeah. that has resonated through time with people. Yeah. Like to see yeah. a young guy driving it now yeah. is obviously an, an enthusiast. Right. I, well, the thing is that car works for, you have to be at a specific point in your life. You either have to be young and single with no kids. Basically, yeah. Or you have to be, 
um, at a point in life where you yeah, can have it's it some to- it's a multitude, yeah, you know, of cars, you know, be- yeah, because it, I did daily it throughout medical school, but I was still awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, it was, I mean, it was amazing. Um, you know, and I still, I just that my only, I just, re- I still regret some. I, I, there was no I way I could have had that in the Subaru, but it just, uh, every time you, I did, wanna, you'd have known me, we had come up. We would have figured out a way. <laughs> but we, you know, the, but the knock on effect from that is every time I see one, I, it just makes me happy. Yeah. I'm glad they're out there. Yeah. I'm glad people are still driving yeah. them. Actually, the, the guy that the BMW tech, uh, has a Suzuka Blue S2000. He sent me pictures of it because I was tell- we were talking about him. Sounds like a cool dude, man. Super nice. Guy. <laughs> he actually wants to buy my yeah. Car yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway, so yeah, just for the shifter alone. Yeah. Um, That's the only thing with the S5. You know, beautiful car, very cool, just gorgeous. Yeah. You know, not a manual, so like mm-hmm. that's kind of gave Almost me some pause, but I I'd probably still stick with that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So this one's kind of a kind of a funny one, and I wouldn't be surprised if we had the same answer. Okay. Actually. What make and model of car, if you see it on the highway, you're giving it a wide berth? I like that. <laughs> oh, maybe we do. I think we probably do. So it's funny because I'm driving into work. All right. I don't mean to, you know, I'm just in a momentary being an asshole here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was driving to work. And I see this Buick oh. on the side. Well, okay. me, and and it's like, so it's it's it's, it's either two. It's okay. maybe either two cars. Maybe okay. Um, you know, if I'm going by a Buick, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking a sedan okay. from like the two two thousand late nineties. Like, okay. I think it might have been a Lesaber, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, a Buick. That's not doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's calling the neighbors of that thing's still on the road. They're they're just trying to keep it all. <laughs> so there's you know there's there's three wheels and tires. One is a lot smaller than the rest. Of them. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just we're just rocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they do have all four <laughs> wheels and tires, one hubcap is missing for sure. <laughs> one of the things was where you and I have lived. Um, that was like always a metric to me as. How bad are the roads? Is there a Buick in the ditch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was like it's it so like we would have we would be it would be snowy or icy out. It was like you would text me like if you would leave for work first, you'd be like, "There's one Buick in the ditch." It's bad, and then and then, and then sometimes it'd be like there were three Buicks in the ditch. It's really it's bad. Really out. bad <laughs> the other thing that I chuckle about is one of my um dad's friends. They they were always had. Like a and then, yes <laughs> and they my brother's car was in the shop and so they lent, loaned him this buick and he he comes over and shows and he's like just walk around this thing and tell me what you notice and i'm walking around yeah <laughs> in the driver's side mirror uh, on the on the side of the car uh, obviously it fallen off and the solution was, we're just going to get some wood screws. No. <laughs> screwed it back into the body. So because of all of those yeah. experiences, yeah. you know, I'm driving one of my cars, yeah. and I see, you know, An old Buick with Sabre yeah. or something. Yeah. Going to give that a wide. Okay. Break. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, for me, I didn't even, I wrote this question with a car. Okay. okay. 
And, and when you say it, I'll probably yeah. be like, yes. Me some <laughs> it's, I mean, it's got to be. You and, know they're on the phone. You know. You know they're texting. Yeah. You know they're not paying attention. No. You, they have a probably a young screaming child in the back seat. <laughs> uh, they are underwater on their lease payment. <laughs> yeah. Because they're all leased. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one's buying these things. <laughs> they were leased. I love that. They were subprime automotive yeah. loans that Nissan financed. And picking and, time bombs, th- and and they're always going fifteen over. Might have a donut on one of them. Yes, exactly. There may be a donut. Yes, and they're still feeding the limit of that donut. Well exceeding, yeah. <laughs> and like that's the thing to me is like if it's if I see an old junker, yeah, that guy's probably not achieving a speed. Yeah, that I have to. He he knows it's just not possible. He yeah, but. <laughs> The guy in the 2015 Altima, he is driving it like it's a NASCAR race. Like he is on, on the highway. I'm shocked by it because, like, between the 911, the Icon, like, both those cars are very good at high, high speeds. Yes. Yeah. And even they make me a little nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Dude, doing you 90 doing? in Altima would what make What are you doing? Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I death wish. I just these are the people. That's a great choice. That are that are they're <laughs> going up their tailgate. I, I I know they always do. I almost saw. I I was coming home from the gym. They are the ago. reason I had the rear facing cam. Yeah, for sure. I was coming home from the gym the other day, um, on the highway, uh, and I see one coming up behind me. Just get away. And I move all the way over to the lane. I was like, I want no part of this. Yeah. And I'm doing the speed limit. And this guy is flying. He comes right up behind the guy that I was previously behind, gets probably 10 feet off his bumper, and then, like, looks like he's doing the moose test. Like, such an aggressive, uh, sudden lane change to the, to the far left lane. Goes flying past him. I'm, I, it was so aggressive that I like looked in my review to see if there were cops. Yeah. It was like this guy's driving like he's in a police chase, yeah. and just went on up the road. But it was just like it is. These it's are the so true. You know, I, it's so true. And I mean, we could get into the yeah, yeah we could yeah. get into why that may be the case and Nissan's yeah. lending practices and stuff. But it's just like these are people making bad decisions. You, and, you know, you give them a why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last question. <laughs> last question. And I actually don't know that I have a good answer for this. Okay. Um, what is your guilty pleasure car? What is the car that okay. kind of embarrassed you? It, I mean, it, oh, okay. So, like it, it, it go, it would knock your car guy cred, but you, you know, to admit it, but you like it anyways. I think I have a category, and you okay. can pretty much pick any of them, and it's many. Things. Yeah, I see. We could say the Honda Odyssey for me. But that's it's because I would never want to drive a minivan. Me as a guy who doesn't have kids looks at that and says, You're you've given up on life. You've given up on having anything. Yeah. Yeah. As a car guy, you've given up. But I've heard <laughs> endlessly from people that actually own and use them that they're perfectly fit for purpose. Well, that's kind of like I mean <clears throat> in in a in a way I, I will agree with this and 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 my wife and I, we've had round and round discussions about these vehicles. Yeah. And that's kind of like one of the things that attracts me about cars. So 
One of the things that I love about the Tycon for me is that it is exceptionally good at like a usable daily driver. It's kind of like good at everything. Yeah, it's an all round. You can jack it up, get ground height. You can lower it, clean it up. It looks sweet as hell. Mm -hmm. You can stuff things in from Costco. You can throw kids in. Yeah. And so those cars, like, I, I really kind of bond with and find very cool yeah and so i said that and my wife is basically just like it's it's kind of like everybody reaction to the station wagon mm -hmm. having grown up with them yeah was like no way no way i'm not driving the station wagon. it was like, it was like a, a dead no yeah right and, Emily, and Emily's like that. Yeah. Because I, I like wagons. My wife yeah. is like, no way do we ever get a wagon. And then it's, you know, so you buy SUVs and crossovers. And so maybe our kids are like, dead. Never. No, I yeah. will never be caught in one of those. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of feel like, in a, in a way, the same the same thing. Like, I, I've made that argument to, to my wife that it's, the point is having a usable object, which is highly functional mm -hmm. for a certain period in the time of our lives. Is, yeah. It, it doesn't define us. It makes our lives immensely easy. Yeah. While we're tro trooping yeah. around a circus. Right. Yeah. With little kids and dogs and stuff. Yeah. And it can get beat on. Yeah. Nobody cares. I don't care. No one cares. Yeah. yeah. So I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I admire them and I think they're great decisions and, mm -hmm. and I wish that. You know, yeah, I mean that could be if if we ended up having a third, it'd be you know that that might, might be the that that might be like the the deal. Yeah, like we'll we'll have a third, but yeah, we're getting this vehicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know. Outside of that, I mean, in in some ways, I, I'm going to say this, and I don't, and it kind of piggybacks a little bit off what what you said, and I honestly don't really think it's like a a negative reaction to 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 the car enthusiast but i i for whatever reason i think i've just i have kind of always thought that a convertible is kind of a woman's car oh sure the hairdresser mm -hmm. car. Yeah. yes like an audi yes. tt yes yes yeah. exactly and so the the reality though is kind of similar to you i do really want one and yeah. in essence what i'm saying is like oh that that's your car yeah really i'm like yeah, <laughs> because I grew up with my mom at an old 328 from uh, BMW 1998. And it was, you know, a convertible. And mm -hmm. that thing was, it was a stick. That's how I learned how to drive a stick. Yeah. On there. Yeah. Um, it had a really deep clutch. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just a blast, man. Yeah. In the fall with leaves coming down and just being looking up and driving under canopies of leaves. And yeah, just like, I, I really want that. It is um it is definitely a unique driving experience, which is kind mm -hmm. of like what what You'd I like find in, cars, yeah, in, right. in my cars. And so I really I don't have the bandwidth to add that to the fleet right now because the, the kids have got to be older so that you know my wife can take it out and drive with them and right. stuff like that. So it's it's a down the road thing, but it is a car I would probably add to the fleet mm -hmm. i know that brings more complexity and just more hassle which yeah. is kind of why i've looked at maybe the new ev yeah maybe ev options yeah for like that. a 718 but so in some ways like maybe you know maybe it's not like the way you pose the question was yeah. 
you know, that it's just my perception. No, I agree. I I think, you know, the S2000 was to me like it, it's like the shit you gave me for when i or when i had the the jet, the jet. <laughs> yeah, it's the same yeah, kit, yeah, yeah. you know it's just it's yeah. perceptions of yeah cars. the sorority girl car yeah. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. jets are cars so we both yeah. you know we yeah both no i mean those that cars. honestly i think that is what kind of semi-doomed the, the audi tt was it was you know i mean that was a really cool I revolutionary thought so car too. i thought so too it, got this it was like that's a it's that's a chick car yeah, yeah. and so i did put high levels of pressure in my mom to buy to try and go on <laughs> you know the interesting thing though is i it might have been um road and track i i don't remember where i read it but it was an it was an article that basically talked about how this the tt was an era defining car i think it was in um do you remember reading i this? think it was you, in road and track so i i when I read that article, I was like, this, yeah, this is why I was obsessed with this car back then. Like yeah. I had the perception of like, this is, this thing blew this me totally away. Different. It was, it was, and it was like such a cool modernist design. Yeah. Right. I effing loved it. Yeah. I, and I don't and know, I still maybe like I was, those like TTRSs. Those are cool. I, yeah. I just, I just feel like I was at a point at that time in my life where for whatever reason, I mean, as a young guy and probably I've been middle school or something, I didn't look at it as a chick car. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was sweet as shit. And just yeah. thought, we got to get one of these, but I yeah. did lean on my mom because my dad had the X5. You know that was pretty like, pretty sweet cool yeah but I, I just yeah so it's interesting you reference that as some um, because that car really in some ways like the x5 started my obsession with the german cars and then it was the tt coming up sealed it yeah it was yeah. like these guys know how to make cool cars. something different that, that resonates with me yeah you know well, yeah that was a that was a <clears throat> special era i mean that was the tt they were the e46 killing yeah. it and and i think in some ways that's why i you know i look at it today and i'm just like hardly my job is uh, on the floor like what are you guys doing you you think audi's kind of audi's kind of rested on their laurels a bit yeah they, they, it's just like we're, we're gonna have the same grill and make some different new, objects behind it yeah we're gonna come up with a new daylight running pattern that's gonna be our innovation and it's and BMW is just off their rocker. They're you know. out to lunch. Mercedes has decided that we all need we need twenty screens and haptic feedback and, and, and yeah. leather and gold everywhere inside the car. And yeah, that, that's I think probably why like I have both of us maybe have kind of drifted towards Porsches because it seems like they're still yeah they are still sticking kind of, to their. And, and in a way, they're almost forced to, right? Because yeah. it's like, that, well, that's what Jeremy Clarkson hated about the 911. It's like the yeah. thing never changes. It doesn't look any different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right. like, yeah. you kind of are guaranteed a yeah. certain product. Yeah. Um, but, any, you know, even even them, I, I still, I saw an article this week where they were looking at the new, um, the Tycon refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this, I think, it, it, wait for it. It's probably in the next couple of months they're going to come out, I think, with something called the Tycon GT. Mm. which is basically going to go up against the plaid oh it's yeah yeah, yeah i saw that testing on the nerve <clears throat> it has the spoiler and yeah, stuff on it it's yeah. going to be a monster three yeah. motors yeah 
thousands of horsepower. Right. To yeah. Do Some insane amount of stupid yeah. just to beat the plaid, basically. Yeah. But anyways, that's I think gonna push the refresh version out. And I was looking at it. I think there's still some aerodynamic cladding on this and camouflaging and mm-hmm. stuff that makes it look a little weird. But I was yeah. like, please do not go the way BMW yeah. and start doing weird stuff. And I don't, I you don't know, think like they, the customer would accept. It, I don't think so. You know, my icon has the lights, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a cowling around. And yeah. And it's kind of sides aero skirt. For yeah. Them. So in the new one, they've integrated that light piece um, and made it more aerodynamic sure and a lot of people on the forum were kind of arguing like this is detracting from the look from the look this mm-hmm. is like kind of menacing snake look yeah in front sure. of this thing like it looks just like a panamera now like yeah. what's, what's the point of having a different car so yeah gives me a little i'm a little bit nervous about like are they gonna get weird yeah because if think, they get weird then it's yeah. like i think they've established <laughs> that they you know, you look at what the Macan, the Cayenne, obviously the 911, but even the Cayman and Boxster, each new generation is an evolution. They're not they're not yeah. making a whole new body shape yeah. of any of these things. Like you go from the E46 yeah. to the E92, it's a totally and, and that's about E92 is a cool car, but a totally different body shape to the E46. Like it is, Porsche, it is, Porsche it doesn't is, do that. Yeah. They they usually it's just a slightly bigger, you know, version of the same car, <laughs> basically. So, anyways, um, but you know, I don't know. I I thought they were kind of funny. Questions. I thought they were great questions. They yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where they were going to go and if I'd be able yeah. to answer them quickly enough. But so yeah. I might I might try to do some more for the future because yeah. I think it's pretty fun. But thank you all for listening. Sorry we went a little bit long, but. We've been off for a little while. So yeah, yeah, we can, make up, <laughs> we can make up for it. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to check us out at the Blow Off Out Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and uh, until then, we'll probably see you in a few weeks. Mm-hmm.